Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. I never know what the opening is going to be. I love it. So what, what am I doing? I'm, I've got live on here and it shows the show, but there's nothing up. So am I? I mean, there's nothing up. Oh, it has a button. After the play button. What are you on the page? I'm on uh, Ghost Chronicles. Oh. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition. <laughs> and I'm on that page trying to find us. Anyways, uh, I am Ron Kolick, your host. And with me, of course, is the Professor Lou Blasio. Well, there you either click that, the one that says it's gone live. No, whatever. I've had enough. I'm going to exit out. I don't want to know. <laughs> Screw you. There you go. You can watch on the, the, that screen. Yeah, but I was going to I was going to look in the chat, in the uh, Facebook chatty thing whatever it is oh yeah you can get the chat never mind i i'm just confused you can get the chat on that computer too never mind i'm just like yep. totally confused just forget it <laughs> so it is another hot day as hot and humid as always and uh you know what have we had any 90 degree days oh, yeah, crap, I yeah have we we okay. had five in a row oh, did we okay you forget that little one where were you I don't know. Checked out. I was at the beach. Checked out that time. <laughs> I was at the beach. No, I don't remember. It's probably hitting. cooler at the beach. I don't remember hitting North 90. Fierce. It was yeah, probably cooler. That's at the beach. what I mean. I don't yeah, remember probably. hitting 90. Yeah, I did. Hit. The Globe came out with a heat wave headline today and a heat wave. Yeah, five. We had five days. Okay. Yeah, not not this week, but in the past. Yeah. This year. This year. Okay. Yeah. This month. I don't know. You're confusing me. I don't want to think about the weather. I've got other things, more important things. All right. Yeah. Okay, I got you. So, you know, I'm getting fed up with everybody's attitude. Oh, see, I was fed up with the globe. That wasn't good enough for you. Now you're going to be fed up with. Well, I'm everybody. fed up with your attitude, too. But that's besides <laughs> the point. Good for you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, everybody's just, like, got their panties in a bunch about something. Oh, God, it's unbelievable. Because you know, So I have come up with the perfect solution. Excellent. Good. Yeah, we need it. Absolute perfect solution. And in the, the words of uh, Sir Rodney King, mm -hmm. why can't we just all get along? Yeah. So, as you know, we have a lot of holidays and everybody wants a holiday. We just added the new one, June Juneteenth, 10th, whatever the hell that is. Juneteenth, um, that's the celebration of the day that make, Texas set the... Another makeup holiday. Set the, whatever. No, not made up. It's makeup. Makeup holidays. So here, here it is. Okay, listen. No, to no, because here's why no, I'm going to tell you you're wrong on this. No, I'm not wrong. Okay, just just uh, listen on to me. Juneteenth. You're wrong. No, no, I'm that's not a wrong. good holiday. It's it's. There are some people who do not celebrate Martin Luther King's Day. They have the day off, but no way in hell they celebrate it. Okay, all right. So 19th it did happen. It was the day that slavery ended in a thing, and and that's all great and all cool, but. As long as we have these divisions, it's the country's not going to get any better. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, I've lived through a lot. I mean, we we lived through the race at riots of the '60s. We lived through the burnings in uh, the, the '90s, and uh, you know, and, yeah. and all this crap. And we Kent State, and 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 people just, you know, it's it just it doesn't work. 
So what we need to do is accept everybody for who they are. Not trying to change them because evolution yeah. will change us. And that's the truth. You can see that. It may take longer, but it does happen. Um, so I'm going to abolish all the holidays. Okay. But stay with me, except for the 4th of July. Oh, excellent. Which will now it's be my favorite. Which will now be a three-day week, a three-day holiday. Mm -hmm. You will have Fourth of July, Memorial Day, and Veterans Day. Very good. So you will honor the birth of this country. You will honor those who died keeping this country together, mm -hmm. and you will honor those servants who protect this country. Fair. That's fair. So that's a good holiday, right? Yep. Nobody should have anything against that. No, somebody sure I will. So get over it anyways. Here's my However, wait a minute. Let me get it. This is the good part, Lou. Yeah, you okay, you got to listen to the whole thing before you jump all over me. I wasn't going to jump on it. I don't have a problem with it. Okay. Yeah, I'll, let me get my thing out, and then I'll, you can comment all you want on it. Mm -hmm. And then from New Year's back, we have seven-day holiday called National Holiday. Now, National Holiday, you can celebrate what the hell you want. Anything and everything. You want to celebrate Juneteenth? You want to celebrate Columbus Day, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever, Martin Luther King Day, President's Day, whatever you want. Jefferson Davis's birthday. Anything you want, you can celebrate. And not only that, we'll have a freaking parade about it. And then you'll have your parade with Santa Claus and uh, the uh, menorah and um, all the the Juneteenth flag and, the, and the gay light flag and the uh, uh, Confederate flag. And they'll all go along and they'll march down celebrating what they want to celebrate. Kinda and like we'll it. accept them for what they are. Yeah. And if we can do that, then this country will be bigger, better and stronger. And okay, come away. I don't have a problem with any of your logic there, but my thing is about the division in this country. Yeah. I think it's the 80-20 rule. In other words, I think 80% of the country hates the 20%. <laughs> they should, because 80% of the country is just out here trying to earn a living, put food on the table, put their kids through school, True. keep a roof over their head. Yep. They don't have any problem with Asian hate. They don't have any problem with no, blacks. They don't. they don't have any problem with uh, gays, transsexuals, whatever you do, you know, do whatever makes you happy as long as you're not infringing on my ability yep. to do what I need to do for my family. That to me is 80% of the country, but the media is all about the other 20%. The jackasses who need division That's right. for their own personal they have success. No stories if they don't have uh, They're division. sowing division yeah. because it helps them personally. Yep. You know, most of the politicians, especially Good on the point. left, Good right? point. And then there's a 20, the 10% the of idiots who are racists and bigots and all that stuff. And by the way, none of these holidays, none of all these things we're talking about, the commercial ad campaigns, all that stuff, none of it is going to change them. No, exactly. Right? It won't change it. But no. evolution, well, eventually, when you go and But you... they want us to believe that that 10% is the entire country. It's systemic. It's the nation. It's built into it the isn't. nation. It, it isn't. isn't. There's it isn't. a bunch of jackasses out On there. On both sides. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But the, the, the thing is, evolution does change things. And we know that. You know, I mean, we you know that from slavery alone. Slavery ended. This okay. is why I like Juneteenth. Let me make this point. This well, is why I like Juneteenth, because all we hear in this country right now mm -hmm. is racism is systemic. Look at slavery. Look at slavery. Nobody ever mentions we're the country that ended slavery. And that's what Juneteenth that's right. is about. Which, yes. which, by the way, was probably 90% white that freed the slaves. Yeah. Granted, they were the ones that 
well, not the original. Well, everyone goes back and focuses on slavery and the Civil War and right. the South, the Southern Democrats, by the way, and the yeah. Democrats who ran the Ku Klux Klan and all that stuff. Yeah. Everyone focuses on that, but no one focuses on the fact that 600,000 people went to their deaths abolishing slavery. Yeah. That's what this country did. Yeah. It's as much a part of our history as the slavery yeah. is, or it should be. Which as we much can celebrate. That's fine. That exactly. should be taught in history class exactly. and everything else. That is the good thing. I mean, exactly. you, you've got to learn from the past. But the people pounding their chest and berating you for your racial division are the people who created slavery, mm -hmm. fought for slavery, fought to secede from the country. It's the same people. Yeah. And the interesting thing about this country that it's made to change and it's made to evolve. When we were first uh, created, you know, landholders or property owners were the only ones that could vote. Yeah. You know, women certainly couldn't vote, but that all evolved. Yes, it took time. OK. And everything takes time which is a good thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing at times mm -hmm. because then you know it's done properly. And we screwed up, you know, prohibition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we also had the ability to change it. That's what this country is great about. And, uh, but you've got to accept, okay, he hates me. He, he doesn't like me. Fine. That's let him, as long as she doesn't, right. as long as it doesn't affect your, 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 your ability to earn a living or to live happily. And I don't mean because your feelings are hurt. I mean, right. Cause you can earn a living, buy a house, um, vote, whatever. As long as you, that doesn't affect you since who screw if he doesn't like right. you, you know, screw him. I mean, he's the one that's effed up. Not, not you. But think about how the racism and the, and the biases have divided this country to the point where we're at war with each other because and we have been for the last, attitude is how long Lou? yeah the attitude is that all whites are racist it's all mm. about white supremacy for all of us white privilege we're so racist we don't even know we're racist that's how we're all painted yeah exactly you have uh um, the, the... the country is institutionally racist because slavery existed give me a culture in a country that doesn't have a history of slavery name one for me right right it's the it way it's part of the natural evolution of man yeah. Yeah. And we learned from that. We learned that it was morally corrupt and so forth. And it was so we we stopped doing it. And we before understand we land on that, this country and before we land on this country for owning slaves, let's also take a look at the people who sold us the slaves, who enslaved the slaves and then sold them right. to us. Exactly. Right. Before we stop pointing fig fingers or throwing stones, every culture has a history of slavery. Yeah. Every culture. We should, you know. We should never, ever forget history and learn that stuff. Right. That's There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, we should also realize that there are some people that will never change no matter what. I mean, it, it they were grew up that way. They were taught that way and, and, and by their own families at times, and not, certainly not in school. Yep. But eventually it changes when you see other people that are different than you and, and you get along with them. When you get along with them, there's that yeah. barrier, that hatred lessons okay maybe you just dislike them and then you know eventually they're your friends well, who knows it may yeah. happen yeah but that's that's the way it works is seeing us who we are not the color of our skin not what our beliefs are or anything but just who we are as persons right so i do of like groups. the idea of a generic holiday Isn't that just, great? just have the holiday and everybody celebrate. celebrate what you want and we should celebrate it together which is awesome think about that a parade with you know Imagine the, the uh, uh, June 19th and the, and the Confederate flag running in the same parade, right? They don't have to be side by side, but running in the same <laughs> parade. It will take time. I but, you know, the, the Confederate flag argument pisses me off, too. What's that? Well, everyone says that the Confederate flag is a symbol of slavery. 
No, it isn't. It isn't. It's a, it's a symbol of Southern pride. Exactly. Right. But, and the South. And is remember the South lost a whole lot of people. And the South is forever tainted with slavery as well, but there's more to the South than slavery. Exactly. And here's the thing. And again, I go back to it. The Confederate flag in the South can never be rid of the taint of slavery, but by the same token, apparently the Democrats can. Right. The Democrats were the slaveholders. The Democrats were the the people who seceded from the country. The Democrats were the Ku Klux Klan. But all of a sudden, they're okay. But we can't forgive the South, and we can't. And, forgive and we heard about just the the Oklahoma massacre there. That was just a little while ago, right? Yeah. From the thing. So, those were the Democrats who were in power then. But you remember, Lincoln was a Republican. Eisenhower sent the troops into Little Rock. You know, the Republicans did a lot for uh, equality. Not only was Lincoln a Republican, but the Republican Party was started to end slavery. Exactly. That was the whole reason the Republican Party exists. So we shouldn't, you know, I'd love to abolish parties altogether and just vote for men. Unfortunately, it's too much money. We have too many people who have a personal interest in division. It helps them. Yeah. Right. So they're out here sowing division all the time. And, you know, did race relations get better under under president obama no they didn't they got worse we started the rioting we started you know there was you know it's, it's the, been going on for lots the myth of ferguson many, many and, yeah yeah but anyway all right yeah. so uh, that's enough of our yes. political analysis let's move <laughs> on to something i have a, a bunch of things uh, so by the way anything that reminds us that we ended slavery too is i'm all for which is why i'm from i'm up for june I understand that. Okay. Because we never talk about that. Nobody ever says that. This is the country that went to war. It's because it's used as a division. So just, yeah, let's let's let. We're moving on. (laughs) It was a great topic. I I grant it. And and we set our piece. Yep. So, anyways, um, you ever think about robbing a bank? (laughs) I haven't. No. 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 There's. Better ways to be a criminal, isn't there? Has anyone ever gotten away in the last 20 years, say, has anyone ever gotten away with robbing a bank? There has been. How would you get away with robbing a bank? There has been. It have been? Yeah. Someone walked into a bank with a gun, there are. robbed look, it, and got away with it. I don't it? know. Maybe maybe during a break you can look it up, see unsolved bank cases or something like that. Okay. Or I can whatever. But uh, I will look. But I want to I, I we'll talk about this story and then uh We'll take a break and then we'll come back and we're going to talk about uh, cursed objects and stuff. So, Ooh, nice. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, um, anyways, this guy came up with a, I thought it was a pretty ingenious way of robbing a bank. Okay. So, and uh, let me bring this up since I have it in front of me. This, uh, in 2008, in uh, Washington, a uh, armored car was uh, robbed in front of a bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy was unloading the payroll about $400,000 and a guy came up to him and, uh, sprayed him with mace mace into mm-hmm. his face yep. and incapacitated him, grabbed the money and ran. So when the police got to the scene, the, the, the robber, I mean, the, uh, driver gave him the guy or whatever he was, gave a description of the guy, mm-hmm. which was a guy with a, uh, a mask, Skin, yeah. a mask, mm-hmm. a uh, no regular, um, you know, oh, ventilation mask. This was during COVID? Nope. Oh, okay. It's 2008. Okay. Uh, he had a vest, you know, glow-in-the-dark vest on, mm-hmm. uh, dark glasses, and a uh, con- uh, construction helmet. And uh, as he got the description, he looked around, and there were about 
20 guys standing around with yep. masks, vests, construction helmet, and dark glasses. Yep. And I asked these guys, started interviewing these guys. So said, well, we answered a ad. There was an ad for oh my workers. God. But in order to get this job, you had to wear a vest, mask, glasses, and yeah. Helmet. So one of the guys with that was dressed up like this. <laughs> it's kind of ingenious. Yeah, I tell you, it gets better. <laughs> yeah. gets, one of the guys that uh, uh, was dressed like that told the police, he says, you know, I did see a guy run really fast. I went after him, but I, I couldn't keep up when he ran so fast and he ran into the woods. So they go into the woods and they find the vest, the mask, yep. the glasses, and the hat. And it's by a stream. And then they, they look and search and they didn't find anybody. Well, Way down the stream farther, they find an inner tube stuck on the shore. So the guy came, shed his stuff, jumped in the inner tube, floated down the thing, oh God. and lined up. Good to him. So they, I know it's a brilliant <laughs> plan. So the, the only way, uh, th this is the weird part, and he probably would have got away if it wasn't for this, okay? So they, they took the items that he left behind in the mask, and they were able to extract some DNA. So they ran it through the database and everything. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. So it uh, looks like it was a, a dead end. So um, they started going through tip calls that they had received from before the bank robbery. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing that killed the guy. Um, there was a witness who said a man seemed to be staring at the bank and, and watching the bank for quite a while. Not only did she report him, she took down the license plate. <laughs> oh, no. Really? So, yes. So so a Karen got him. A what? A Karen. It's like, what, Karen? Uh, you know, like, it's a weird COVID, just people who are just into other people's Natural. business. Yeah. yeah, evidently. Okay. She had nothing else to do but to watch this guy watch the bank for a while. Evidently, because yeah. she's license out. So they found out. And this guy was a 28-year-old, uh, happily married, two kids, football coach for the local school yep didn't fit a brilliant plan didn't fit a uh yep. plan so but they they didn't have anything on him so they, they didn't want to risk him. so they follow him they follow him for quite a big time and then one time uh he threw a cup into the trash and they pulled the cup out of the trash ran the dna it was him wow and they arrested him pleaded up bargained he got six years in jail and, and actually uh, changed his life around, went around uh, telling people about the, the, you know, problems of crime and, you know. Did they get the money back? They did. They yeah. claimed all it. What he was is he was heavily in debt and yeah. he couldn't think of a way. He was at his it's wit's end and he, and he did it. But it was a brilliant plan. It really was. It I was really like, like amazed at that. It's like. And you'd figure. If it, it wasn't for that yeah. stupid. <laughs> Good detective work, by the way. Yes, but yeah, you'd figure it probably. You'd figure I don't know. Maybe it's a smaller town; they don't have much going yeah, on. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Yeah, why would they? I don't know. Yeah, and with insurance and stuff, you figure everyone would just move on, and you know, the bank would get the insurance money, and, yeah. and then we move on. Yeah, his name was just for the record, Anthony Curico. Anthony. Anthony, Italian. <laughs> C U R C I O. That's Italian too. It's my middle name, Anthony. Curio? No, <laughs> Anthony. Curiso? Curio. Yeah. 
He was uh, he was the University of Idaho football coach. University of Idaho. Mm. Wow. Is that pretty cool? Yeah. He was a standout out uh, receiver in Monroe, Washington. And a brilliant uh, heist. Of course, that's. But anyway, that just kind of goes back to my point where how do you get away with this stuff? I know. But that was, I mean, pure luck. No, a good detective work. I mean, they followed up everything, but pure luck. I mean, a brilliant plan. That stupid woman. Absolutely brilliant plan. Yeah. <laughs> And all because this woman had nothing better to do than to watch a guy watch. He's probably bank. sitting in this guy, you know, just watching the banks, watching the timing and stuff. No, I'm talking talking about that woman. I what know, is, no, I'm she has about nothing else guy. going on yeah. in her so life. Yeah, that she's gonna. Oh, this guy's watching the bank for a long time. I've been sitting here watching him for 20 minutes. But <laughs> oh well. All right, so we're gonna take a break, and when we come back. We're gonna talk about uh, cursed items. So. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition right here on the net, New England Talks 102.9. FM HD2 and also on uh, the net page. What is it? The net New England Talks. New England Talks Facebook page. The net New England Talks Facebook and page. And yeah. my page, of course, Ronald Kolick. And also um, the morning edition, whatever. And, and you can, apparently you, Apple Podcast. Apparently, yeah, we're also on Apple yeah. Podcast. I keep wanting to say iTunes. <laughs> I know. That's Apple Music, isn't it? Oh, it's Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Okay. Yep. Anyway, we'll be back. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Are you seeing a ghostly apparition every time you look in the mirror? Are you terrified to realize that that pale, lifeless, lack of energy form hovering before you is in fact you? How would you like to be transformed? Healing begins from within and it's never too late to start feeling good. Are you curious? Interested? Good. Don't wait another minute. Visit transformyourlifenow.org or contact Maureen. The email address is maureen at transformyourlife.org. Everyone is cashing in on social media, and all marketing roads lead through social media. If you want to make a splash here in the Merrimack Valley, you need to tap in. This is where the new CEM podcast studios come in. Of course, you can spend your time, energy, and money learning how to wrangle technology to make a podcast instead of running your business. Or you can invest in telling everyone in the Merrimack Valley, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Maine, the Seacoast, or everywhere in the world about your great business, product, service, or yourself. The CEM Podcast Studio is a local audio and video studio dedicated to the craft of podcasts. Their studios feature state-of-the-art recording and mixing equipment designed specifically to produce the best audio and video podcast. Best of all, all you need to worry about is your show, your business, and your brand. We do the rest. Call 978-686-9966. That's 978-686-9966 to schedule a no-obligation tour of the CEM facilities and meet with a podcast specialist. Or go to CEMpodcast.com to find out more about podcasting services. CEMpodcast.com, your window to the world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with your host, New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick. 
Make sure you subscribe to Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon as well. Lots of exclusive content up there. Mr. Rez. That we're doing every now and again. Am I here? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you're on. Yep. Okay. I want to thank John for his comments on the show today as oh, well. What did we get? I was probably in trouble again. Um, I've kind of lost track of the thread, so I'm not sure exactly uh, what they were. Um, he was talking about the heat, the, the five straight trays for yeah. 90 degrees. He says, uh, I know about it. After my work, I was trying to collect cans to make some extra cash. I know the specific woman got mad at me for collecting cans. She was pissed I have no job and uh, pissed that I had no job and assumed that I had no job. But she was uh, not mad at a specific person or a corner, just trying to uh, collect money from people drive the cars just people getting involved in other people's business yeah i understand that yep so did you look up the uh, unsolved bank uh i didn't see any unsolved bank stories but they had the uh on the uh most the 10 biggest unsolved heists of all time okay let's take a look at that before we jump in well, number one's pretty familiar it's the uh isabella gardner museum heist yes. in boston on March 18th, 1990, two men disguised as police officers walked into the Isabella Gardner Museum in Boston and told security guard they were responding to a call, stole a bunch of stuff. To this day, no one knows who the robbers were or where they hid the goods from the largest theft of private property in history. Empty frames hang in the museum as placeholders for when the stolen works are returned. The Gardner Museum is offering five, $5 million reward for information leading to the recovery of these works in good condition. How does this, how does this stay unsolved? Someone would have talked, right? It's 30 years now, 31 years. Why wouldn't someone have talked? What do you L think? Unless all the people were uh, involved in it, uh, she had nothing, and then why should they? Yeah, someone's got to know. Everybody made money on it. Why would you blow it? Who has the paintings? Like, is it Adolf Hitler certain, in Brazil in some mansion on top of a hill or something like that? Argentina. Argentina. The Tucker Cross theft? Do you have any idea? About that, in nineteen stole, stole across from Tucker. In nineteen fifty-five, a Bermudan man named Teddy Tucker was scuba diving in the wreckage of the San Pedro, a Spanish ship that sunk near the Florida Keys during a hurricane in fifteen ninety-four. He found this twenty-two carat gold and emerald cross. He brought it home and sold it to the government of Bermuda, and it was displayed in a museum on the island that he and his wife owned and ran for several years. However, in nineteen seventy-five, just before an official visit by Queen Elizabeth II, the cross was stolen and replaced with a cheap replica. <laughs> Authorities don't know who stole the cross, which was considered to be the most valuable object ever found in a shipwreck, it was the queen. or where it is now. Queen took it. The queen could have taken it, yes. I like that. Uh, she needed the money. The Antwerp diamond heist. Stop me if there's anything that... Uh, oh, I knew that one, yeah. You knew that one? Yeah. The Plymouth mail truck robbery? Knew that one. Knew that but one? You can you know, give them to them. You can't just throw them out the, uh, the, the diamond hearse do a quick... Uh, the Antwerp World Diamond Center in Belgium is the diamond exchange capital of the world. And in February of 2003, it was the site of a $100 million diamond heist. An mm -hmm. Italian man named Leonardo Notabatolo, mm -hmm. a career thief, was convicted of being a ringleader and has since been paroled. He rented, has been Italian. paroled. When did this happen? 2003. Mm -hmm. He had to be convicted in like 2006, maybe, or something Probably. like that. Well, well, unless it, it was over there. Maybe they have quicker trials than we do. And he's already on parole. He rented an office in the AWDC shortly before the robber and used its location to gain access to the bank yep. vault, but he never gave away his accomplices or the location of the diamonds. And he paroled them? 
He'd rot in jail until we get the diamonds back. Wouldn't you think? I would. <laughs> Sorry, you're not going anywhere until we get the diamonds. Plymouth mail truck robbery in August of 1962. A team of criminals dressed as police officers and armed with guns ambushed a mail truck traveling from Plymouth, Massachusetts, to the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston. Using an elaborate scheme involving fake highway workers, traffic detours, the men got away with $1.5 million in cash, all in bills smaller than $20 and only some of it recorded in what was at the time the largest cash heist in history. Uh, postal workers were blindfolded, bound and gagged and put in the back of the truck. Uh, one of the men authorities believed there were six of them got in the driver's seat and drove for a while before abandoning the truck with yep. the mailman still inside. The remaining defendants were found, oh, um, a grand jury indicted three suspects, but the linchpin of the case, Tommy Richards, who was slated to testify against the others, disappeared mysteriously. Never to be seen again. Remaining defendants. I of smell Whitey Bulger. <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> I think the remaining defendants were found not guilty, and the money was never recovered. Uh, D.B. Cooper in a stolen plane. Yeah, we know, know that one. one. Uh, the Banco Central robbery in Fortaleza, Brazil. Ooh. Guinness World Records awarded this heist the title of the greatest robbery of a bank, and the plot sounds like something straight out of a movie. In 2005, a group of men rented a property and set up a shop posing as a landscape company a few blocks from the Banco Central Florida in Fortaleza, Brazil. Fortaleza, yeah. Mm -hmm. They spent three months digging a tunnel about 256 feet long and 13 feet below street level <laughs> from their office to directly below the bank. Clever. 256 feet of digging a damn tunnel. A lot of money, though. Over the course of the week, uh, over the course of a weekend in August, they used the tunnel to get into the bank and managed to avoid or disable all the bank's sensors, thanks to a tip from a bank employee. From there, they broke through nearly four feet of steel-reinforced concrete to enter the vault and stole five containers weighing more than seven thousand pounds and holding seven mil seventy seventy million dollars of Ooh. reals, which is Brazilian uh, currency. Uh, bank employees didn't know anything had happened until they arrived at the work Monday morning. And by then, the robbers had fled the area. However, they made two mistakes that led to their demise. Oh, I like this. As, as Ozzy reports, Ozzy, I don't know what that is. Outside police would later find a large amount of white That's powder. That's husband. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, they would later find a large amount of white powder chalk the robbers had used to cover their fingerprints. And they nearly succeeded except for one print, their first slip. Their second mistake? A member of the gang brought ten cars, bought ten cars at once the next day, <laughs> <laughs> paying cash and raising red flags in this poor region yeah, think, of Brazil. Yeah, think. Okay, what's going on? Ten cars the next day. <laughs> you don't take a week off. You don't go on a vacation. You just the next day you go out and buy ten cars. Go and buy a steak for God's sakes. <laughs> what do you need ten cars for? I don't know. To get yeah. caught, evidently. <laughs> And probably the police managed to catch up with the trailer carrying those cars in another state. And inside the three of the vehicles were bundles of real $50 bills. Mm -hmm. Three dozen people were accused of participating in the heist. 26 ended up in jail for various crimes and a few of them escaped, but only about 8 million of the total amount was ever recovered, making this the biggest robbery in the history of Brazil. See, so some of it does get done. You know what I mean? The great train robbery in of, England. Yeah. Uh, in England, yeah. yes. August 8th, 1963, a train going from Glasgow to London was ambushed on the Bredigio Railway Bridge in Buckinghamshire by a group of 15 robbers who rigged the train signals to stop the train at a remote location. Clever. Sounds like a movie, too. Yeah. The Duggery robbery in La the Dunbar robbery in Los Angeles. Ring any bells? No. In September 1997. Oh, was that the one with the, bull the assault guns? 
I don't know. I'm gonna Go ahead. In September of 1997, at least six men stole $18.9 million in cash from the Dunbar Armored Truck Depot in Los Angeles. No. Their evening began at a house party in Long Beach when they went to where they went to establish an alibi. But they sneaked out shortly after and changed into black clothing, drove to the depot, entering through the side door shortly after midnight. They tied up the few employees who were working and forced them to lie face down on the floor. The armored robbers advanced on a vault area using bolt cutters, broke padlocks on metal cages containing the depot's cash. Most of the currency consisted of $20 bills destined for drop-offs at automated telemachines throughout the Los wow. Angeles area. Had to be an inside job. Uh, the U-Haul was their undoing. Somehow a plastic tail light lens fell off at the scene, which the <laughs> FBI later matched with a rented U-Haul. Mastermind. One little thing. That's all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the mastermind, Alan Pace III, was a former security officer for Dunbar Inside Job, who was very familiar with the security process. Prosecutors said he was convicted along with the rest of the group, four of whom pleaded guilty, while authorities recovered about $5 million of the cash in the form of homes, cars, and other valuables. The remaining amount, more than $10 million, was never recovered. Once again. Uh, Brinks Matt robbery in Britain. Brinks okay. truck. How many are we doing here? I ten. I had ten. Okay, go. Um, we'll skip that one. How about the Harry Winston heist? Don't remember that. The posh Harry Winston jewelry store in Paris was the scene of a 2008 smash and grab robbery. Oh, yeah. Four men dressed as yes. women stormed into the store, pushed employees and customers into a corner at gunpoint, stole almost every piece of jewelry on display, and emptied the two storage cases in the back. They made a fast getaway with more than $100 million in merchandise. Yeah, I remember that, actually. Making it the largest jewel robbery in France and one of the largest in the world. Uh, according to the BBC, police found $19 million worth of jewelry from the heist stuffed in a drain at a Parisian suburb, Saint-Saint-Denis, but much of the loot was never recovered. Once Please. again. So is that a strategy? Just go do, do the crime, do the time, and then come out? And Why not? Yeah. I would See, I wouldn't allow them out until we recovered the money. No, of course not. No? Oh, too bad. Yep. Well, she tells us where it is, where the diamonds are, where the paintings are. The whole idea of parole is you're rehabbed, right? Yeah, if you're, you're rehabbed, re if you're, you're rehabbed, if you're you're not revealing where the money is, mm. right, and giving back the money. Yeah, no, no good. Mm. All right, so uh, I, I since we're talking about banks, I had a couple of uh, uh, things I came across this site, and it's all about bank robbery statistics. Oh, really? uh, 2019. This is just 2019. Now remember, this wow. is the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So most robberies that happened in 2019 happened on a Friday. There were a total of 509 bank robberies. 509 bank robberies in Last the United year. States in 2019. Yeah. And, uh, and most of them happened on a Friday? Between three and six. In the, oh. In the afternoon. Payroll. I don't know. You get out of the work. They had more cash on hand or something? I don't know. Couldn't leave your job. They robbed the bank. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, there were 25 injuries uh, sustained in the bank robbery. 25. 12 of those uh, were uh, bank employees. Eight were inflicted on customers. Wow. And uh, the <laughs> and two were suffered by the the uh, perpetrators. Robbers. Yeah. Yeah. The guards uh, took an additional. One injury and uh, law enforcement uh, officers, too. Wait a second. How many total injuries? Uh, just 12. And a security guard was one of them? Yeah. <laughs> He'd be the first guy to get injured, wouldn't he? 
It's his job. Oh, no. They're like 800 years old. And they don't. <laughs> uh, let me see. I don't want to get into too much of the stats. Oh, there were absolutely zero bank robberies in South Africa. Okay. It's pretty good. I, yeah. Yeah. I thought anyway. I'd want to know why, but yeah, it doesn't tell me. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe, maybe it does. Hang on a second. I'll, I'll check that out just for you, Lou. They were particularly well armed. Uh, in fact, since the 90s, the number of bank robberies, robberies in South Africa have been declining from 561 in 1996 to 93 in 9 and 10 hmm. to zero last year. Huh? Recent bank robbery data shows uh, that banks were robbed only four times in uh, in uh, nineteen. I forget what that is. Maybe it's a point of emphasis. Maybe they yeah. just decided that that was too many bank robberies. We're going to cut these down. I don't know what it's pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to go before. Uh, Florida has the biggest rise, by the way. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, really. Mm. Uh, it seems, oh, well, here it is. It seems you don't need to pass an IQ test to rob a bank. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Upon posting. In said, fact, that's a fail in itself, isn't it? <laughs> upon posting said pictures on Facebook, uh -uh. Uh, <laughs> two people were quick quickly identified by police and promptly arrested for a bank robbery that occurred in 2015. They posted pictures of them robbing the bank? Yeah. <laughs> Selfies. <laughs> and who were these? On their own accounts. Who were these brilliant gentlemen? Uh, John Morgan and Ashley Dubois. Okay. Or Dubois. Dubois. Excuse me. D-U-B-O-E. Dubois was D-O-B-O-I-S. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, good job, guys. <laughs> It robbed the bank, took selfies, and posted them. Ah, leave it to a woman to outdo them. Okay. In uh, 2012, I want to disassociate from that comment completely. But Hannah yeah. Hannah Sabata mm -hmm. was arrested for committing a bank robbery after posting video of her committing the crime on YouTube. She took video yeah. of her robbing the bank yeah. and then posted it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why did you do that? <laughs> Uh, a successful bank rob robbery may not be worth the money uh, as the average U.S. bank robbery in 2017 resulted in a mere $3,483. Yeah. Ouch. Not worth the trip. They're not keeping cash on hand, apparently? I don't know. they got to be keeping more than $3,000. That's probably the old head. But they probably not, don't want them getting into the vault. Just give me what's in the drawers and you know, that type of thing, right? Uh, yeah. Although with the ability to electronically well, electronically transfer, why would you keep that much cash on here? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, anyways, I don't want to get into too much of this because there's so many. Of how them. much do you think? Do you, how much do you think? Is they, it worth it? How much is worth the Robert? No, bank? no. How much do you think they load in an ATM in a given day? Quite a bit of money. Yeah, I mean, but how That's much? That's why ATM robberies are so big. That's that. Yeah. You know, they they smash in with their truck throw a chain on it and pull it out and drag it somewhere. Yep. Yeah. But uh, 50,000? More? Less? Yeah, 20, let's see, 20s, mostly 20s, right? Although some other banks have changed in it, but 20s are usually what they have in it. Right. So 
520s isn't 100, right? So, how much? I'm curious now. I've always been curious on what the daily, how much, what the load is. I'd ask my friends at the bank, but they wouldn't tell me. So one, two, three, four, five. These are just regular bills. These aren't twenties. I only got one twenty there. <laughs> but just to give you an idea, I mean, that's where was it came up? Sorry. Yep. I mean, that's that's a hundred bucks. Uh, five. That bills. would be a hundred bucks. Yeah. And that's not even squished. You right. Know how you get your money out? You can barely move the freaking things. Right. So, yeah. Usually, so, I mean, stuff too, you yeah. think about it, yeah. I guess you can hold quite. I'd say more than the five hundred. Way more than. This, you're talking thousands. Yeah, fifty thousand. That would be my yeah, guess. I, fifty thousand is good. But think about how much cash you have. You have to have to service the amount of ATM machines there are to five figures a day. Ten thousand, twenty thousand. I know. I mean, how much cash is sitting out in ATM machines right now? I mean, just stunning. I, well, not talking about money. I have this bill that I picked up. Uh oh, what happened there? You see this bill? Yeah. Oh, it's getting worn too. Well, I was given this bill one day, and it's written green on it, and it says 304-2013. So I've had it for eight years because mm -hmm. I got it that day and it's written in a language which I have no clue you know what I'm gonna have to take a uh, scan this although I think that might be kind of well I don't do both sides I'll scan this mm -hmm. and see if somebody can tell me what the hell language is this we looked at everything we I can't, I can't even I can't even understand it I don't know what language is it but uh yeah, I'll scan that on there. I've had that ever since. For I carry it for luck. And this one here, this is a half dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the other half of this is? What? Where is it? It's at the only Stigmata's grave in the United States. Really? You donated half a dollar? Well, we went there and people left all kinds of money. I tried to grab some, but I couldn't get you. <laughs> no, I mean, people left all kinds of money there. So I didn't have any change on me. So I ripped a half dollar, I mean, a dollar and I stuck it. Couldn't just leave the dollar? No, because I kept the other laugh. So I have a connection to the stigmata. For those who don't know a stigmata, it's somebody uh, who uh, bleeds through the... Um, the hands and the, usually uh, what sometimes on the head and the, the wounds of Christ basically on the feet too. So yeah, uh, it's a story. Well, maybe I'll, I'll I'll mention that next week. I'll, I'll give you all the details on that just for thing. This dollar bill I found while I was mowing the lawn. <laughs> Your lawn? Yeah, it's mowing the lawn. Okay, got paid for it. I love it. So you have like rep relic. Dollars. Money in your yeah, I have relic dollars. I have another one too here. Um, this one came from a haunted place. Just okay. just showed up one day while I was we were doing it. It wasn't there on the floor when it just appeared. I mean, I, I would have been happy if it was a hundred or something, but it's a dollar. So it was. I was doing an investigation in a haunted place. We were in a room, uh, and all of a sudden, this dollar appeared on the floor. I'm just trying to figure out how many, how much money an ATM holds. Yeah, that's okay. So we talked about money, and anyways, uh, we are gonna 
uh, move on a little bit. I think until we, all right, let me get, well, you have to, according to every dime matters.com, they're estimating it'll hold $280,000. Oh, there you go. So yeah, that I mean, that's, that's as a lot you, of money. As you probably already know, most ATMs dispense 20 and $50 bills. This is because a typical ATM has four cash <coughs> cassettes. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Usually two are dedicated to holding $20 bills and two are for $50 bills. Although, of course, this is not hard and fast rule. A person responsible for stocking the ATM chooses the types of bills that are carried. Nevertheless, assuming you have a typical ATM set up, each of the four cash cassettes can hold 2,000 crisp banknotes. Notice how we said crisp, meaning that the banknotes are older, less than 2,000 will fit. Right, right. Therefore, that's how we get to our $280,000 estimation for when an ATM is fully stocked, and more specifically, $4,020 bills and $4,050 bills. That's how much they can, I doubt. They hold a lot, I know that. I know how much they can hold, but no one is putting $280,000 no, in every unless, ATM. Unless it was like in New York City or something that's, you know how some of the ATMs are actually in the bank? Right. You know, so. Right. I'm guessing your typical CVS or something, what, $10,000 maybe? Yeah, probably. I would guess. I mean, because you have to fill all those ATMs wherever they are. Some from the convenience stores and everything else. Think about that, though. If Think we have how any, much cash it, wait, is out there. If we have any uh, friends out there in, in the banking world, you can name anonymous, by the way. You can oh, uh, sure. message us or you can uh, send me an email at anyghostproject.com. Uh, no, anyghostproject.comcast.net. Because uh, there are some neighborhoods you're not putting that kind of money in, no. you know. And the, those machines that are standalone machines, because they get ripped off. Yeah. This is an interesting fact. Mm -hmm. The biggest heist on the planet was uh, led by former... The last presidential election? <laughs> <laughs> it was, was led by former Iraqi President Saddam Hussein. There you go. There's our buddy. Okay. Uh, the biggest bank robbery in history took place the day before the Iraqi war broke out. In 2013, when Saddam Hussein sent huge trucks of, yep. of his own son to the central bank in Iraqi, employees of the bank were instructed to hand over almost a billion dollars in cash so Hussein could keep it safe. Yeah. <laughs> the majority of the money, money was uh, later found during raids. A substantial amount of it was stolen <laughs> by... U.S. soldiers. Yeah, thirty of our five of them caught red-handed. Thirty-five. A there's a movie about that. What is it? King of uh, Three Kings, I think is the name. Oh of the yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, With George Clooney. George Clooney's in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's about that. Uh, whatever. It's that's funny. Well, you know, to the victors go the spoils, right? I guess. Wow. All right. So some of that money probably made its way out of mm -hmm. Iraq without people knowing. So J.L. Hunter Roundtree, uh, also known as Red, was sentenced to 12 years in prison back in 2004 for stealing $1,999 from a bank in Texas, becoming, uh, becoming a bank, uh, before becoming a bank robber, uh, he was a Texas businessman. The uh, man claimed that he began robbing banks at the age of 80 <laughs> and blamed the banking industry for his financial problems. He was arrested at the ripe old age of 92. 
So he's arrested at 92, another couple of years to convict him. He got four years for stealing a, no, no, no. less than 1100 12 years. 12 years. At 89 or 92. Just say at 92, don't even throw in the extra two and you've got up there over at 100. Yeah. 104. For stealing $1,100. 2000 2,000. 1,990. Oh, I thought it was that. I thought it was $1,099. No, $1,000. $2,000. So you get 12 years at the age of 93 for. Yeah, at least. Stealing. Although they might have given him time served. So we won't read anything. We'll give him the 104. Still, that's pretty Because sometimes they do that time served at, while you're incarcerated. Yeah. Incarcerated. Yeah. Yeah. So. But still, that's a hefty. Hefty jail sentence for two thousand dollars. Oh, he wasn't. I guess he robbed. Uh, he started robbing at eighty, so he'd been doing it for twelve years. Oh, so it was multiple. Yeah, but they only got him. They probably only got him for one. Yeah, they have red-handed. Okay, well, multiple offenses. All right, that's fine. Hmm. Anyway, what can jail be like at ninety-two? I don't know. My lord. So, oh, here we go. Damn, right in front of me. How many bank robberies occur each year? Uh, I'm going to guess 500. Each year, approximately 3,000 to 4,000 bank robberies occur. Wow. According to the FBI, in 2019, there were, holy crap, 267,988 robberies, which 1.4 were linked to banks. Yeah. That's a lot. Can you imagine that? People are stupid. <laughs> and I'm I'm guessing the vast majority of those weren't as well thought out as our friend. What state has the most bank robberies? The Republic of Oh, Texas? California. California. Okay. Who was robbed the most? <laughs> what bank? Uh oh. who has robbed the most banks? Oh. That 92-year-old guy? No. Carl Gugsalian, G-U-G-A-S, Gugsalian, Gugsalian. How many banks is Carl robbed? Otherwise known as Friday Night Bank Robber. Oh, God. Oh, that's really original name. <laughs> I'm just guessing you must have robbed banks on Friday night. I don't know. <laughs> yep. You know, they do give them names, you know. The bank robbers? Yeah. If they're serial the bank robbers? The FBI do it. No, they give them names anyway. They rob them. Yeah. They're like, you know, the redhead. Uh, the, yeah, that's how they okay. name the cases. All right. That's kind of cool. Anyways, uh, he is one of the most notorious bank robbers of all time. He robbed more than 50 East Coast banks during a 30-year peri period which he operated. Guscafian committed the first bank rob at the tender age of? 13. Close, 15. Wow. He is known for wearing a Freddy Cougar mask. Cougar. And he was meticulous about everything from baggy clothes he wore uh, to the way he robbed the banks. So he must have got away with some of them. Well, they, yeah, he got away with them all, all of them. 50 of them. He got rid of them, all of them. Well, until he was they convicted caught him. at some point. Yeah, until yeah. they caught him. Yeah. yeah. But still, that's. Oh, here's what we were looking for. Um, most recently, uh, data shows that 14% of bank robbery cases went unsolved. 14%. 14%. Wow. So if you seems high, but yeah, 
Oh, this is according to the FBI's data. No, I, I believe it. Just yeah. I was, I'm surprised how high that is. Yeah. Uh, based on uh, bank robbery statistics, the most famous unresolved bank robbery. Oh, we already talked about this. Anyways. Which was the most famous? It has just the ones we were talking about. Okay. The British Bank of oh, the yeah. Middle East was robbed in 1976. And actually, we didn't. And the Da'i Sham Bank in 2007. <laughs> Da'i Salam Bank sounds Arab. So this must be Mideast ones. Yeah, British Bank of Mideast and the Da S Salam. D-A-R-E-S. This D-A-R is one word. Yep. E-S is another word. And then S-A-L-A-A-M. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, with all the video and everything, but I suppose you, you wear a mask. How what good is the video if you're wearing a mask? I mean, how many times do we see in a local paper they're looking for somebody and they get it? You know, they don't know who the person is. In the Da, da Islam bank heist, the per perpetrators managed to steal $282 million Ooh. and were never caught. Oh, that's going to hurt. Mm. Wow. Especially the bank. $280 million. So, how many banks get robbed a day? Oh, I don't know. That would be 100 a day. No. 10 a day? 7 to 11. 7 to 11, yeah. 7 to 11. Come 11. <laughs> so what brought this up today? Are you thinking of robbing a bank? Is <laughs> giving us some thought? Lately? Well, before the show, you and I were talking, how can we find you as a show? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so we said, well, you know. <laughs> which is why this is all of which proves why I have a cleaner. I have a person who, when I die, is going to go in and wipe my computers. Yeah, I just hope nobody listens. I'm going to have the FBI knocking on my door. Because... Too. In my search engine right now is how much money is there in an ATM? What? Yeah, how do you get away with the bank robbery? All that stuff. And you know, I've been doing talk shows for twenty plus years now. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there. It's a lot of stuff in my search engine. Mm -hmm. How to dismember a body? <laughs> yeah. How to? Uh, what, 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 what? Dead uh, dating nephrophiliacs. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's right. God, we've had some shows. Just on this show alone. Yeah. Some this, of the search. This, this show is really sad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what is the bottom line on bank robberies? Uh, I guess that you can still get away with them, which surprises me. Bank robberies may not seem glamorous when you see them on the big screen, but what the above mentioned bank robbery statistics, in fact, show that the crime isn't always rewarding. Reward, this goes back sure. to the, the small amount. Many bank robberies end up with the per per perpetuators getting caught and the money recovered. So their personal finances don't get improved. I don't know. You get to go away and get fed and sleep free. <laughs> so 14% uh, indicates that 86% of the crimes are solved. So don't quit your uh, day job. Yeah. I like it, though. You know what? I like the first guy's story. Maybe we should go back to the way they used to do prisons in England. How's that? When you get arrested for a crime, mm -hmm. right? So you get arrested for a crime, they send you away to jail. Yep. You have to work in jail to pay for your room and keep. Yeah, no, we can't do that. Why not? I I it's a great idea. I don't know. because Teach people to work. Because the country has lost its mind. Teach people to work. <laughs> yeah. give, them, give them standards. Yeah. <laughs> give them something to fall back on. Right. Anyway, <laughs> all right, so that's what I got on bank robberies. I don't know how we ended up there, but I don't know. We, we, 
Geez, we almost killed he, we killed this whole show. We killed we? the whole show, yeah, we did. All right. So uh next week we'll talk about curses, cursed yeah. items, right? Yep. Is that okay? You're gonna bring some in. You have cursed items. I you? do, but no, I don't <clears throat> oh see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, anyways, uh yeah. Okay. Cursed items next week. Cursed items next week. Tune in, and I promise you we'll talk of that. And I won't pontificate either, which I promise. Yeah. I love that word, pontificate. Pontificate, yes. Don't you? Yeah. Where does it come from? I like to pontificate. come from the Pope? That's right? got to be a religious term, doesn't it? Yeah, pontificate. Yeah. The pontiff. The pontiff pontificates. Unless the pontiff was named after the, the origin of pontificate. The pontification. And next week, we'll show you where the word pontificate means. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Chances are. So tune in next week. Good night, everyone. Stay safe. Stay cool. And uh, God bless. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.